Hello, 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 everyone. This is Reverend Tanika. I am the Mindful Coach, and this is Mindful Intentions Nurture and Drive Your Business. And today I have a goddess. <coughs> Her name is Goddess Dorothea, and she is a native from Detroit and a Los Angeles transplant, best known as a spiritual counselor and a soul healing musical therapist. She is a published author. Um, author and a holistic healing mystic. She's a soul healing musician with a mission to uplift, heal, and empower the world. As an ordained interfaith minister and spiritual counselor, Goddess Dorothea continues to serve as a spiritual well-being advocate, music therapy advisor, and holistic therapist for women. She has found creative ways to promote the message of conscious spiritual well-being. Let me say it again, conscious spiritual yeah. well-being and mental health through mu music art and culture with the flair for creating cinematic and ethereal works that play to both the celestial and subconscious goddess Dorothea aims to use her music as a form of therapy to her fans and soulmate clients through her music ministry goddess Dorothea hopes her own journey of transformation and self-discovery serves as an inspiration for all women encouraging others to love mother nature respect divine feminine energy, practice self-love, creative expression, and find the divinity of their own magic. She hopes to inspire women to become more conscious about their spirituality and holistic well-being in a culture where loving oneself is a radical act. Hey, Jesus yeah. is radical. It's okay to be radical. So today, <laughs> grab your pens and papers so you can learn how to get into the spiritual formation so you can be transformed through the renewing of your mind. Welcome, Goddess Dorothea. Please, I know we introduced you, but tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and exactly why you do it. Of course. So my name is Goddess Dorothea. Also, I go by Reverend Dr. Dorothea Enrique. Um, I am a mom and a wife before any and everything. Um, everything I do is for the legacy of our family. I love my baby. Her name is Allie. I'm currently with child, so um, I am a spec name. And then my husband is also Saver Monroe. Saver Monroe is my music producer, and he's also... Um, a rapper, so he does conscious hip-hop, and um, he's my inspiration and my muse. So everything we do is around creativity and um, entrepreneurship in our family, but it didn't start this way. Um, I actually started off as a community organizer. I did environmental justice organizing where I focused on um, people and, and healing the planet uh, over profits. Um, in capitalism. So uh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan, born and raised, and we were surrounded by the Great Lakes, but that city was filled with blight. Um, it had the third most polluted zip code in the entire United States, um, which was the zip code that I was living in. And it was in Southwest Detroit. And um, my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer. And one of the things the doctor said is if she lived in a cleaner, healthier environment, it would have prolonged her life. And um, she had to choose if she wanted to invest in my college education or if she was gonna pay for medication, she chose me. So um, part of my sacrifice was to give back to the planet, give back to the community and fight for environmental justice for our city. Um, that took me very far. Um, I started when I was 18 years old. 
Um, by the time I was 20, I ran for city council in Detroit. I was the youngest woman um, on the ballot. And then I lost, unfortunately. Um, I lost the primary by 600 votes. But President Barack Obama heard about um, my run and he invited me to the White House for a White House Youth Social Summit. Um, I got very deep in politics. Um, when I got there, I was offered um, to move to Washington, D.C. in two weeks and become an environmental policy advocate. So I dropped everything. I picked up the job and I moved there. But I quickly realized that politics wasn't what I thought it was. I thought I was going to fight for a mission and heal the world and I realized that the left and the right was the same side of the mirror. They were exactly the same and I couldn't make community change um, in those circumstances and in those places because it was a system that was set up. And that actually broke my heart. Um, I went through a nervous breakdown um, and I suffered from mental health issues mm. because I realized that I felt so powerless and mm. everything that my grandmother done to sacrifice her life was in vain. And because the stress, stress had affected my immune system, I was diagnosed with an eye disease called scleritis and it was inflammation of the sclera guess where it came from? Stress and environmental factors. So my whole life was centered around how can I fight for the people? How can I fight for the environment? And one day the Holy Spirit just told me this system is just an illusion. It has to come from the heart. I want you to work for me. And I was so sad and I was so depressed. And I remember hopping in my car and in Detroit, there's a liquor store and a church on every corner. And I went to so many churches and I'm like, I need to speak to the pastor. I need to speak to a spiritual counselor. I'm going through some really devastating things. I feel like the government is after me. <laughs> I know too much. And it was just like, do you pay tithes? Um, are you a member of this church? Okay, we can help you. And so I, I was praying. I said, God, you know, send me somebody, like talk to me, help me. I'm breaking down. I'm sick. I lost my grandmother. I feel so alone. And the Holy Spirit just was like, surrender to me. You'll be taken care of for the rest of your life. Come on now. And so, um, you know, the Holy Spirit told me just like the enemy got people he used, there are angels that God sent your way to use you. And in that moment, when I got to my knees and I surrendered to God and I said, I will give my entire life to you. Use me as a willing vessel. Angels start talking to me. Come on. And they came in the presence of people. Um, I literally I remember driving down the city of Detroit and um, this was a t this was when I had to give up my job and everything because I went through a nervous breakdown. So um i was practically homeless you know i didn't have much and i was down to my last dollar and my car had ran out of gas so um and it was a very bad neighborhood i was actually on six mile road and so i'm praying i'm like god my car about to run out i got my baby in the back seat i don't have any money to put any gas please don't let anything happen to me if you hear me send someone this lady pulled up on the side of the, the side of my car and she says I, the, she said, something told me to stop and check on you because when I looked at you, I saw my granddaughter. Mm. And I knew that was the Holy Spirit letting me know that my grandmother was advocating for me on the other side. This lady said, I want to fill your tank of gas. And she said, I want to make sure you get to where you need to go. 
And if there's anything you need, you let me know because you got that baby in the back. And I'm looking around at this neighborhood and you look like you do not belong here. And I said, you wouldn't believe it, but I literally just prayed to God to send someone to help me because I don't know what's going on. And at that moment, I surrendered it all. And um, I enrolled into seminary school. I realized that um, I was kind of new age. Um, I think I was, I had some church hurt from going through my mental breakdown and no one helping me. Um, I grew up in the church, church of God in Christ. My grandmother was an evangelist. Um, so Christianity is in my heart, but I wanted to walk like Christ. I didn't just want to call myself anything. So um, I realized that Jesus was a community organizer. I realized that Jesus did not have a title. So I said, I want to go into interfaith. I want to learn about God and talking directly to God and being a vessel of God. So I chose an interfaith program. I got ordained um, as a universalist interfaith minister. And then I enrolled into a holistic therapy program because I not only did I want to know how to heal my spirit, but I realized that spiritual health was connected to mental health. Mm, come on now. Yeah, come on. You're speaking, you speaking to somebody. You know, sister, you know, uh, Reverend Tonika, I, I know you understand, but a lot of people don't realize that when um, you're attacked spiritually, it affects you in a mental way. Spiritual warfare is mental warfare. These parasites and these viruses that take over our minds that we consume, that jump from person to person, host to host, is not just a spiritual thing. It's a physical thing. It's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. So I realized that the things that I was putting into my body, the people that I had surrounded myself with, all carried different viruses, mm. microbes, parasites, different things of that nature that were directly connected to spiritual parasites. You know, um, so I realized that I need to learn about alternative health. I needed to learn how to detox my mind, body and soul, because not only did I put myself in a very negative environment when I got into politics with good intentions and thinking that I was going to change the world. But it was no good in there, just to be honest with myself. And, you know, they say, tell the truth, shame the devil. Um, not only did I put myself in that environment, but um, being a a native of Detroit, I had grew up in an environment that was literally designed to eradicate us. Mm. Um, you know, the air was polluted, the environment was polluted, and everyone heard about the Flint water crisis. Yes. The water is polluted. And in Detroit, even though we live next to the, the freshwater resources, another thing I would like to add was the pipes were so old in Detroit that half of them were made of wood and the other half were seeping um, lead and arsenic into the water. Um, and this stuff was backing up into people's basements, raw sewage, so many different things. So I realized that my entire life I was being poisoned. Um, by the environment, by the food, by the water, by the air. I'm, and I realized I have to do some spiritual detoxing. I have to do some mental detoxing, emotional detoxing. And what best way is to learn the program itself. And then once I heal myself, heal others. And so when I finished the program, um, I started Modern Soulful Living Ministries. And from there, um, that's when I began to do spiritual counseling and I hosted programs for, um, women. My target audience were women and the same things and the same tools that I used to heal myself. I began to heal them. 
So um, that's what worked for me. Uh, and then one day I realized that um, me just working one-on-one to spiritually coach people wasn't enough. What was going to be my legacy? How was I going to leave my messages with people beyond my lifetime? Um, also, I started to think about how I lost my grandmother. There wasn't much that I had to remember her. What would I want my children and my grandchildren mm. to remember me by? And the Holy Spirit told me, you know, you need to leave your mark forever. And my language is music. My angels are instruments of music. I want to use you through music. And so through my gift of writing poetry, which I used to do just for emotional reasons since I was 10, um, I started to write affirmations. I started to write songs. And not only were there songs to God and songs from my heart affirming, I know that you made me as the great I am because I was made in your image and God is within me. I understand that I should call myself by the name you've given me. I am a goddess. I'm your child. So I started to affirm these things and it started with me just recording it on my phone. And when I finish with my clients, I'll tell them, play these affirmations back to you. So if it was, you know, they were going through heartbreak, I talked about issues of the heart. I love myself. I love the world around me. Love surrounds me. God loves me. If it was issues dealing with um, financial security, I would tell them to, or I would record, I am safe. I am secure. I am grounded. All of my needs are provided. I am the great I am. And, um, you know, when I met my partner, um, he had the gift of musical engineering and production. And then he helped me create my first musical proje project in 2020. And I felt like 2020 was a big year because that was the year where people were pushed inside their homes and forced to look at a mirror and like remove all institutions, remove all programs and just deprogram, decolonize and really understand what it means to get with God from within, to hear the voice of their intuition and hear the voice of spirit and know I am, know who God is, you know? So I feel like my music was able to touch people in their homes in a place where I couldn't talk to them physically, which I was used to. I couldn't host um, workshops. It was a tool right at that moment, which I didn't even realize God was preparing me for, was to prepare for the new age generation, which was going to be more digital, which was going to be, you know, more based on streaming platforms and different things like that. So that was my journey. Did I ever imagine that I would become a soul healing musician? No, I absolutely did not. I thought I was going to be the youngest congresswoman elected. I had a very strong political career. I had made up my mind I was going to fight for human rights and environmental justice. And the system took my grandmother and it wasn't going to take anyone I love or knew. But I realized that the system was illusion. And, and if I just honored and surrendered to God everything that I needed, all my needs would be supplied. And since I've done that, I haven't had anything to worry about. Everything. I get paid just to be who I am now. When the Holy Spirit tells me to write something, I write and I, I create books. When the Holy Spirit tells me to say something, I speak and I create music. When the Holy Spirit tells me to speak to the people, I, I'll record a podcast. And as long as I'm creating, there's nothing that can destroy me. 
because the opposite of destruction is creation. And as long as you're creating, you're in alignment with the nature of God. That's what he created us for. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. If you be fruitful and you multiply and you talk to my people, I will make sure everything you need will be taken care of. And it's been like that from day one when I surrendered. And <laughs> But it took me to break down in order to build myself up. It was so painful. Talk about oh. pains. Reverend, oh my goodness. I, I thought I lost it all. I thought mm-hmm. I lost it all. But I, the truth is I had to lose everything so I can become a Come new on, human. say that. Say I that. I literally go through a process of metamorphosis. And one of the things I realized was we always talk about how beautiful a butterfly mm, is. Come on. But do we ever think about how painful it must be to grow wings? Do we ever okay. think about the process of how a caterpillar has to be liquefied into nothing to become a new being? And that's what happened to me. I, I liquefied everything I had. I lost completely every penny I had, every reputation I built, every title I had. I could brag about all the places I've been and all the countries I've, I've seen and what political figures sponsored me and all that stuff. It didn't matter anymore. I'm not even that person. That person don't even exist. And this new person, this new being, she's so peaceful. She's so loving. She's so soft. She can just relax into her her being and her essence. And I love it. I love it. So I'm grateful. And I thank you for allowing me to tell my story. That is beautiful. And that, again, see, is confirmation for me why this platform exists. Because Mm -hmm. we often think that there is something magical that has to happen in our life to make things beautiful. But truthfully, Mm -hmm. the magic only happens after the destruction, like you said. And Mm -hmm. and it's painful because I thought about as you were talking and and you said how you were going to, you ran and you were the youngest person and you were invited to the White House and now you're getting ready to be, you can change the world. Yeah. Do you know how bright our eyes are and how excited we are when Mm -hmm. we are going into something that we think we are about to do that is meaningful only to find out? Yes, honey. Yes. Preach. That no matter how hard we work, we ain't changing nothing. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing. And so it it helps me to to be reminded because I never forget when I said, here I am, God, use me. Open my eyes so I can see what you see. See, people don't understand. This ain't what you want. Mm-hmm. Because now that they've been open, I can't unsee these things. You can't. I can't ask him to take mm-hmm. it back, and it hurts. It hurts. And at that moment, I had a mental breakdown Ooh, because yes. seriously, I had this mental breakdown, and I'm just listening to your story. I got chills because I'm just like, oh, somebody that that gets it. I it's resonate me. with this because mm-hmm. I was thinking that I'm just gonna spread this word of love, and people just gonna understand how much Jesus love them. And then why don't why don't they want him? What's the problem what's going on people are crazy folks is out of control things are weird and then i remembered he said you're going to be persecuted for my name's sake mm. you're going to go through these things yes. because everybody doesn't get it because everybody doesn't have the ear to hear everybody's not called and it took me a minute to to understand that the only way you can come is if you're called mm. and the only people that are called are the ones who are chosen 
and yes. set apart. Everybody's not in that boat, no matter how bad you want to help Ooh, them. So set apart. That's the key. You word. going to Washington mm -hmm. thinking that you was getting ready to join this conglomerate mm -hmm. and work together. Well, you're not the same. No. And oil and water don't mix. And no matter how much you try to stir them together, they still mm -hmm. gonna separate, right? And no, I mean, sometimes they good together when you put them on a salad, that oil and vinegar, <laughs> oil and water, right? But truthfully alone, it just separates and, and there's nothing. But what can bring things together and turn it out for good is God. And that's what he wants. He yeah. wants us to work for him because he created all of this. All mm -hmm. of it he created, right? But we seem to think that we gonna fix it. We gonna mm -hmm. go and we gonna fix it. We gonna change it. We gonna help it. We gonna do something. That's not what he called us for. Like you said, he said for us to be fruitful, for us to be multiplied. And what I learned in 2020 was this. I, I wanted to preach this word and I wanted to go out and I wanted to tell people. And I realized I was stopped in my tracks. This ain't about preaching. It don't mm -hmm. matter what I say to anybody. How am I living? Yes. What is the reflection? Do they see the fruit? Because mm. if they don't see the fruit, I can preach all day long and ain't nobody changing. They no hearts, they no minds, they nothing being changed and transformed. Yes. And that's when I realized that you're not in control of anything. You have to let that's God. That's the surrender, right? Mm -hmm. And and we and we get so afraid to surrender because we need control. And so this is this is something I want to share with you because this is something that I learned. We tend to other people so much that we lose self because we need to control. And yeah. so even with our children, with our family, with people we mentor and are we counseling, that's our control. Oof. But we lose ourselves because we're pouring in everybody else. And then we sit back in our drain and we say, well, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? Because you don't have no control over self. You can't yeah. control self. So you start, you're trying to control everybody else, but now you got to reflect and you got to self-care. you got to heal inside out. You can't help these people. You can't touch these people. You can't reach these people because you got to control the fact that you're not in control. And when yes. you surrender, only when, when you surrender, only when you surrender is when he can come in and turn it around and start mm -hmm. making those things happen. There she go. Here, baby. <laughs> I knew she was coming. Hey, baby. All oh, right. Hi. How are you? You like the camera? Mine came in here asking for something. Now I'm like, listen here. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's working. Okay. But they love it. They love the camera. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it well, that when, when we try to control something, here comes something walking in. You know, yeah. you got everything. You might have <laughs> money. And, then, and, then, and my husband always, he cracks up because he goes, you know, how, how great people we think we are, whatever. He said, but your kids expose you every time. They tell the truth for who you are. And so we got to look at God in that aspect. We're his children. Yes. And how are we exposing him? Ooh. How is we showing up? How are we showing up? Because we're the first representation of who he is. And then you talked about church hurt. Why like is that? that? Mm -hmm. Church hurt. Because we're trying to control these situations instead of understanding that God is the only one in control. We can't control Sister Sarah that don't understand that this may be not how you come. But see, the thing is, when she starts to come and she starts to understand what the word yeah. is, that's mm -hmm. where the transformation happens. Not because Sister Betty made shunned her and made her feel bad and now she don't want to come no more mm. but because sister betty embraced her and said you know what baby i'm glad you're here today 
Yes. Just Instead of saying, baby, did you pay your tithes last week? Mm-hmm. Baby, why is you dressing like that? Baby, yeah. we can't. No, and see, I get what you're saying as far as going to look for a word and think, because I'm telling you, I went through some things and all I wanted for somebody to tell me is how God wanted me to react or what God said about yes. the matter. And all I heard was I should punch somebody in the face. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not what I need right now. And, right. and I get it because so many times, you know, people don't want a sermon and they don't want a scripture and they don't want to hear what God said at this point because I'm going through it. And right now I don't want to hear about God. But right mm-hmm. now is when you need to hear about God. Cause he's the only one that can take you out of that situation. So let's talk about that. How hard was it for you to be obedient to that Holy Spirit speaking to you? It was so hard. So my grandma used to tell me this thing before she passed away. She always said, you got a controlling spirit. Hmm. She used to say, you're going to be humble for that. What I realized is when my grandmother passed away, I didn't pray and ask God, where do I go from here? I started to look for the solutions myself. And I started to identify the problems. And one of the things I had to realize before I became obedient to the word of the Holy Spirit was sometimes it's not your dog. It's not your fight. It's not your demons. It's not your battle. I was walking around looking for demons to fight. If anybody told me it was some type of injustice, I was ready to fight for them. I was on the front line. Somebody told me it was an environmental justice issue. I was on the front lines. God didn't tell me. God didn't tell me. I told me. And so when I realized that all the solutions that I had created, every single one failed, it did not work. That's when I was like, okay, God, I surrender. I don't know what I'm doing. I I thought I was serving you. I thought I was doing what I needed to do. Everything that I I witnessed was a problem. I created solutions. I kept saying, I, I, I. Never once did I ask, what do you want me to do? How do I walk in, in, in your footsteps? How do I become more like you? So that's what it took me to surrender. But it was hard. I literally had to be beat down to the ground and I had to exercise every single choice because I was still trying to control. Mm -hmm. I still was trying to to be the person who could save everything and save everybody, including myself. Mm -hmm. And one thing I didn't realize is I couldn't save my grandmother. She was already on the other side and where she was at, she didn't need saving. She was saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit and transitioned to the other side. She was in a better place. And here I am, sad, depressed, miserable, and looking to pick a fight to win a battle on her behalf when the battle was already won. Come on now. It was never mine to fight in the first place. You're supposed to go to the altar. When you're going up against in spiritual warfare, you don't put your armor in the armor of God. Tell them. And you let God do its job. And when the Holy Spirit, when the Son, Jesus, when God came to me and they humbled me and set me down, it was like, okay, you surrender. You ready now? Let's, let us show you what we can do. I could be soft. I didn't have to fight anymore. I didn't have to be this masculine, strong black woman who could do it all. And she was going to fight for your rights and she was going to save the planet and save the world. All I had to do was say, you know what? God going to take care of that. My clients, when they came to me, all I had to do was ask the Holy Spirit, what do you need me to tell her? 
and just communicate that message from the Holy Spirit. And I at, at the end of every session, and I will always say, greater is he that lives in me. It's not me. It's the Holy Spirit. Half the time, I can't remember what I said to you at the end because okay. it wasn't me. It was God. And I let God use me. I can't even imagine a world without God now. Mm. I remember mm. um, walking in my purpose and I was I was walking around with this controlling spirit and and I wanted to fix everything. And I was like, you know, God, um, I was like, this is so hard. Once again, taking on assignments that were not in alignment with my calling. I thought that's what God wanted because I was trying to control it and I wanted to do it. But I'm walking around. I'm like, I don't want this gift anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to fight for people anymore. Mm. And I remember for the next three days, I could not hear that intuitive voice. That voice that used to tell me, turn right, go here, talk to that person. Say this, say that. Okay, this 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 was about to happen. You need to you need to calm down, or you need to chill out, or don't respond to them. That little voice of God, that little intuitive pull, that little voice of consciousness, it disappeared everywhere I went. I felt so lost. I I, I mean I mean it sounds weird, but I was in a grocery store. I didn't even know what I wanted to get to eat. I couldn't even remember what I wanted, and I realized that. A life without God just weren't, it wasn't worth living. So why wouldn't I want to surrender to the greater? Why wouldn't I want to be used and allow God to work through me instead of me making all these choices in a world filled with many options that are uh, illusions and just distractions? I didn't want that anyway. That wasn't going to make me happy anyway. So let me just let God lead the way because God knows it's already written. I'm just fulfilling the story. Yeah, I'm the main character in this story. However, there's an author that is writing this story. And if I just let the author do what it needs to do, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good regardless. It's already written. So um, me being humbled by my circumstances, me just remembering the lessons that my grandmother taught me and me being beat down to the ground. Um, allow me to re- to remind myself that once the tower fall, I can just rebuild myself up again. But I had to allow God to be the maker. I had to allow God to be the carpenter. I had to allow God to come into my life and be the architect. It was no longer Dorothea finding the solution. Dorothea being um, the the advocate of justice, the catalyst the catalyst of change. Is no God is the catalyst of change. God is the healer. God is the the justice warrior. God is the provider. And so, you know, when I start just really understanding the true nature of God, I start operating in that. So it's not me anymore. It's just God. And I'm Mm. just a character in God's story. Come on. And whatever God needs me to do, I'm here to serve because it ain't worth it. It it ain't nothing in this world that is better than that relationship with God. There's so many people who are lost, who don't know their purpose, don't know why they're here. They're still trying to figure it out. And the greatest gift of all is surrendering to the divine creator, the one that we call God, the grand master of design, the one who who knew me by my name before I was even here who was the breath of my life, everything about me, every fiber of my being was made in perfection because God said, that's what she needs to look like. That's what she needs to be like. 
man, you wake up in bliss every day. You know, when I tell people that I came from Detroit and I moved to Santa Monica, California, one of the most beautiful places in the world, right off the beach, they're like, you literally moved from hell to get to paradise. And it was only through the grace of God. I, everything that I've been through had to shape me and make me and mold me into an empty vessel. And I had accumulated so many things, pain and hurt. And I thought, so this was another thing. I One of the things politics teach you is to channel your pain for power. Hmm. They don't tell you that that pain will eventually burn out. And when it burns out, you will not have any power and you'll Mm. feel like nothing. And you'll realize that the fuel that you used was the same thing that was killing you. Mm. That stress triggers your immune system and creates different diseases and imbalances. So if you running on high all the time, you always angry, you always yelling, you always, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and listen to me. It's going to affect you sooner or later. And one day you will realize you've been talking in circles and screaming at people and you ain't you ain't going nowhere. But healing, healing is the fuel that restores you. Um, And when you realize that healing is a birthright and everything about you was designed to heal and even the imperfections that we 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 have the nerve to call them flaws were designed by a grandmaster of design who knew you needed that for your healing, who knew you needed to go through that process. You know, that was, that was when my eyes opened up. And and I, and, and I, when I surrendered to God, I always, I also said, you know, help me see how you see. Now, when I look in the mirror, I see what God sees. Even my imperfections are so beautiful because this, what God thought was perfect and I accept it and it's okay. And I love myself. And if no one else loved me, I know God loved me. And if people want to be invited into my life and love me, <laughs> mommy's working. Close the door, baby, please. I'm sorry. One second, man. Go, go ask daddy. Allie, be respectful. Please wait. I'll be out in a minute, okay? Close the door. Okay, close the door. Okay, ask your daddy. Close the door. Okay, close the door. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. Thank you for being patient with me. I this know. is what I'm <laughs> yeah. I get that. I, I be like, don't, where is your father? What is going on here? I don't know. He and then when you're, but when you're not doing anything, you ain't going to find them. Mm-mm. But that's how mine are. They in each other's face 24-7. As soon as I get on the podcast, here they come. I'll be like, what is wrong with y'all? But, you know, that, but that, again, how life works. Things don't always go the way you want them to. Things don't always work out the way you want. And I think the fact that I just something dropped in my spirit is those who are called by my name, mm. when they turn from those wicked ways and humble themselves yes. and call yes. out, it's a step. It's a process. You know what I'm saying? You you got to do this to this to this, and then he'll do this. You know, mm. and and he don't want much from you. He just wants you to stop what you're doing, stop turn you're from doing. it, mm-hmm. call out to him. Then mm-hmm. he'll hear, right? Yes. But yes. I think sometimes again, that's that controlling thing that we're so selfish in that fact that I can't lose. I can't give this up. Call me out. About, 
Let's think about the, <laughs> the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They had God right here in the flesh, mm. but that was messing up mm-hmm. their operation. Mm-hmm. Come on, if they would have just surrendered, but now you got Nicodemus sneaking through at night, coming through, talking about, now how do I be born again? I got to get back mm. to my mama's belly. Like, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> no. That's not how it works. No, All you got to do is come to me. Come yeah. to me freely mm-hmm. and surrender. But mm-hmm. instead, you want to go through the back door and you want to try it your own way. And you want to have your own agendas because you feel like it's keeping you from something, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that you're going to get something out of it that is no greater reward than the sacrifice Jesus gave. It's not. It's nothing greater nothing. than that sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? But we mm-hmm. say all the time, I'm sacrificing myself or I'm giving this up to help these people and they don't even care. Mm. And we and we think, what what is God thinking when he look at us, right? And, mm. and I think, you know, so much that people, I've heard so many people say that they're going to hell and that just makes me just Ooh. cringe because I'm like, why would you speak that over your life? Mm-hmm. Because you don't understand the depths of what that means and the brevity yeah. of it. Why? What are you saying? The power about? of the tongue. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, do you know about these people that's done this and they've been redeemed, that are walking with Christ, that were able to be called apostles? Do you understand this? But yet and still you associate yourself with something that they're still coming back from. And mm-hmm. and when we go to Christ, like you say, you are a new creature. The old self has been put off. That old man has been put off. You're no longer who you were when you thought you were going to Washington to do something. No, you know, now you are working in the kingdom and you're kingdom minded. So you know that whatever you touch with the power of God, it's going to be grace. Right. And so when you have that thought and those beliefs in your mind, you can do some powerful things more Mm -hmm. so than what we think we can do by making a phone call, right? We think, well, I I got some connections. Let me make this phone call. But when you are connected to the direct source of life, light, energy, that flows freely, it doesn't matter. Whoever you come into connection with, it's going to work out in your favor, right? Because he said he's working together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, right? And, Mm -hmm. and, And you have a purpose. We all have a purpose. But understanding the surrender and getting to that purpose mm-hmm. looks so different when you're on the other side of it. And there are so many people. I know music is transform, um, transformational and it can connect us across the globe. Yes. But what we allow into our our bodies, into our minds, into our souls, it, it, it can tarnish our spirit and can, and can have us feel in a certain type of way. So let's mm-hmm. talk about your music and how it is actually something that is able to heal others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. So my music is actually subconscious programs. So it's intentionally designed to um, literally channel different energy into your brain system and your nervous system. And the same way that if you just walk in and one of your favorite songs just pop up in your head or you got these these lyrics going on, this is designed to always run in your subconscious mind. I'm healed. I'm loving. I'm worthy. My boundaries are safe and secure. One of the things I learned in holistic therapy was the psychology of the mind and the psychology of words. Um, What we don't realize is that words are attached to different belief systems and meanings in all of our, our, our brains. Everyone have their own little universe or what we call metaverse running. 
Mm-hmm. And there are different associations attached to certain words. And when your brain hears those words or those sounds, it automatically run different programs. And there's two things that can happen. It can cause a trigger where it'll be a fight or flight response, or it can literally reprogram the genetic fiber of your DNA. Mm-hmm. One of the things we we know in science um, and what we have been taught is that trauma can be um, passed down from generation to generation. Trauma can be a part of the blood. But what do we know as Christians, whether you New Age or Pentecostal or uh, Apostolic, whatever it is, is that healing is, the, is in the blood too. And if we program the nervous system, the brain, to operate with subconscious subconscious meanings of healing, our brain is always telling our body to heal. Our brain is always telling it to um, believe in itself, that you're going to be safe, that you're going to be secure. One of the things that we learn in physics is that energy doesn't die. It just transmutes and it transforms. So this energy that exists in you was way before you were even born. It's different genetic codings that came from your ancient ancestors. And unfortunately, some of that genetic coding had their own programs where someone told them you are you're you're ugly. You 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 would never be anything. You're you're condemned to hell. And they have these subconscious programs that were passed down from generation to generation. And it's operating in their body is causing dis-ease, literally dis-ease imbalance when we were born to be holy holistic whole the the english language is powerful one of the things that's so powerful about the english language is that one word can mean multiple different things it's a lot of homophones as they call it so some of the things that i say are homophones even even me saying god is love God is power. You know, sometimes you may think that I'm saying like a goddess or this feminine being who is a representation of God, but I'm literally saying God is God is love. I am yeah. is love. I God am is. I'm 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 playing with words and I'm using it to and I've fine-tuned everything to the frequency of healing. So everything in my music is fine to to 432 chords. Hertz, sorry. 432 hertz is um, the vibration of your heart. Mm -hmm. This is something that's really beautiful. Every single part of your body has its own energetic vibration and it produces a sound frequency. So not just your heart. Everyone knows about the heartbeat, but everything that is moving through your body as conscious beings or unconscious beings, we can't hear it. A lot of people not even in tune with their body, so they may miss signs that their body give them. But your body is constantly speaking a language to your brain and your brain is constantly communicating back to it. But if you've been watching all this, all this toxic television and, you know, toxic music and you got all these subconscious programs running in the background because, you know, what you consume, you become. And that's not just talking about the food you eat. That's spiritual food, too. You know, that's that's mental food, emotional food. So my music is basically, I'm not going to say it's the cure, but it's the healing tool that helps you reprogram all those subconscious things that you may have consumed. It's spiritual food. 
It's soul food. It's God food. It's healing food. Mm -hmm. So if you ever feel down, you feel incomplete. I have nine albums that every single album have a theme and it's designed for you to have spiritual food where you can digest these subconscious programs. And the way that I, I wrote this music, um, you know, when my holistic therapy program, I also got a certification in music therapy. When I started learning about frequencies and um, sound and vibrations and how the human body work and how everything is tuned, you know, and have its own vibration and have its own sound. Um, not only did I, I add that into my um, journey, but I would use these journals. I have journals all around my house and there is nothing but prayers in these journals. And I would take those prayers and then I'll turn them into affirmations. So instead of me um, saying, God, please give me healing, I will speak and I will affirm it. I am healed. So every single song that I created was once a prayer. And that prayer was um, like, instead of me going through the world, looking for problems and creating solutions, I realized that the prayers to God, I already had the answer. And all mm. I had to affirm it with his name, which is I am. And once you affirm it, you already have the solution. Once you program your mind and your genetic um, codes and your DNA codes to understand that it's already written, it eventually comes to you. Um, and, you know, it's just so much when you start learning about physics and you start learning about energy and you start learning about the nature of God. This is the nature of God. Yes. When you study the science of our food and the vegetables and fruit in the air and the water and earth and the land. You start understanding the language that God speaks. You start Absolutely. understanding how God works because God works through all these things. And so that's kind of where the music came from. It was just inspiration from my prayers, um, learning about um, sound tuning and frequencies and vibrations and the, the nature of science and the science behind nature and making all these connections and realizing God was around me all the time. Oh, I would look for all these churches and all these pastors and all these people, please show me God. And the whole time, God was right in my face and he was talking to me in his language. And all I had to do was sit down and listen. Be quiet. Mm, say that again. Be Come still. on, say that again. You know, and once, and my grandma used to always teach me, peace be still. Mm. And once I allowed myself to be still and surrender, that's when I found peace. And in that peace, I found God. And the same tools that God gave me to heal myself, I now share with the world. And now I just get paid to exist in my being, in, in my fullest form, which is a, a willing vessel who talks about the, the beauty of God and the nature of God and affirming who God says who I am because we are, because he is. Yeah. And um, a lot of people may not understand me, you know, and I had to come to terms where my walk didn't look like everyone walk. And, you know, my spiritual um, practice didn't look like everyone's spiritual practice. Mm. 
you know, um, me writing down my prayers. Some people say, no, you're supposed to bow down. You're supposed to, you know, um, speak to God in silence. You know, I realized that it was already written. So every prayer that I'm writing is the language of God. It's the script of God. And I'm just using myself as a vessel to put this energy into the world, to put these words into the world. You know, um, that was that was my journey. And that's what it looked like for me. Uh-oh, Reverend Tanika, I lost you. Um, Reverend Tanika, can you hear me? Can you see me? I'm going to type in the chat. Let's see if I can refresh. Oh, I'm back. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Okay. So you were fine. You kept on going. You're still recording and it's okay. Um, And I can fix this part, but my plug came out and I didn't realize it because I told you this computer been running all day. And then I thought I had plug <laughs> and I didn't have it in the wall, but no big deal. But I'm telling you, everything that you have said just resonates. I can, I can feel your spirit and I can understand exactly where you're coming from because for so long, I just thought that people don't get me. They don't understand because I um, I practice mindfulness and NLP. And mm. I try to help people understand oh, yeah. the language of God as well that oh, way. But oh, a lot of times people thought, well, what are you into? That's totally different. And I'm like, no, this is on a whole nother spiritual, a higher spiritual level with the vibrations and the frequencies. Because what people don't understand is through energy and vibration and connection is how everything comes together. And what we consume, like you said, not just physical food, but spiritual food, what we consume in these vibrations and these energies comes from things that we hear. And, and we have to be able to hear the word of God. And a mm-hmm. lot of times we're not hearing the word of God because of all these other frequencies that has us on a lower vibration. Mm-hmm. And in order to be able to hear from God, we have to elevate. Mm-hmm. to a higher vibration but it's hard to do that when you've got all these things that are pulling you down that yeah. you've emotionally tied to that you've been emotionally connected to that physically drains you and 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 that takes that disempowers you mm-hmm. and once like you said once you surrender and you start realizing that you have got to unlearn some behaviors and unlearn some ways and some thoughts because language gives us those thoughts we and those thoughts shape who we are and our behaviors and our realities mm-hmm. and when we understand that you can't listen to everything because mama used to do it that way or grandma used to do it that way mm-hmm. doesn't mean and and so many times i've told people we've been taught 
things wrong. We've been influenced by the wrong things. Exactly. And when you start looking and when you start doing things the God given way, mm-hmm. it doesn't look natural because that's not what we're used to. And that's mm-hmm. how the enemy has deceived us, right? Because yeah. we think what's right is law because that's how what we're used to. But yeah. when we start peeling off those layers of things that we've been um, colonized into, that we've been shaped towards, and we start to um, to unravel and start to come out into what's our true nature, and that's the nature of God. It doesn't look like what people would think it would look like. It doesn't sound like because they're not used to that. And mm. so once we allow that to take effect on us, it does start to transmute and translate to other people that can see the God and can see that, wow, this isn't just about how I feel about a matter, mm-hmm. but it's about when we operate in these fruits. And I've been on that a lot this this um, week. We've been in the fruits of the spirit. But when we start operating in those fruits of the spirit, we have a different connection with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And a different connection to God. We see things differently and it no longer bothers us or makes us feel a certain way when we're not mm-hmm. accepted or if something is not for us because we know when God is for us. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I just appreciate you coming on here today because this is what this is all about. Learning the language of God and being able to hear it and speak to it and your music is helping do that by helping people to heal, by them to understand how it can um, go into their soul and, and heal them spiritually. And then once they're healed spiritually, it goes into the mental intellect and helps us to think on a higher level, raise our vibrations and be able to be more in tune with our higher power. So God bless you, girl, for what you're doing, lady. I'm just like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, you know, Sometimes we we have our peaks and our valleys and we have our our days and and I and I talk to God and I'm like okay God I need to know if I'm on the right track I need to know if I'm reaching the right people I need to know if I'm if I'm really in your will because sometimes Nika can get outside the box and start doing the wrong thing and I need okay, to be, you know I need to be real, uh, real back in real me back in God let me know mm-hmm. this right here back to back I've had two shows today back to back and mm. totally different shows wow but still connected in the same beautiful aspect mm. of where god wants us to be and if that if if that's not him speaking isn't the fact know, of god so beautiful it's just like a quilt right pieces and just when you know god here he comes showing up okay with a new piece added to that fabric and it's just always so beautiful such a humbling experience it it definitely is i know that i'm blessed today by having you on and i know that once this podcast goes out because i'm going to ask you i think that i'm going to download this podcast and i'm going to do this one tonight. I want, I want, I need somebody to hear what you had to say today. It's important because I believe what the Holy Spirit is saying right now, his people need to hear. And you have articulated it so beautifully that today is Thursday. And we use me and my husband used to do Thursday thoughts and, and all day before I, I got that. on this call, 
I kept thinking about, that's why I asked you if you wanted to do live or not, but I kept thinking this, this call is going to be a Thursday thought. I already know it yeah. and, and I feel it. And, and I'm like, if I'm right, this, this is going to have to go on tonight. And everything that you have said has just, opened up just a window of opportunity that other people need in on and because of how you started off with this great career and who wouldn't want to go to Washington and be at the table with the president and be able to make some moves because I know some people I know some people that were very spiritually minded to say and got involved in politics and their whole life is transformed, but not in a way you would think it would as far as the God-fearing aspect of it. Yeah. Because so the transformation is totally the opposite of what... But see, what they don't understand is God is transforming... Dirty politics for a reason. Yeah, but he's still mm -hmm. going to use them in the end, and I know it. Mm -hmm. But it's just the fact of if you don't see what has happened and what has come undone right in front of your eyes, if you don't see what the enemy has just done to you, but mm -hmm. yet still... You still fighting for all of this stuff. Yes. The, the victory has already been won on. And so mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, this needs this this needs to be heard. Everything that you said, what you're doing. Um, it, it's I need to have you back on for another talk. Um, another I, time in the future. Definitely because so. we've got so much more that we can cover just in this aspect of the whole healing of the sounds and the vibrations and and how to surrender and mm -hmm. and I think right now surrender is is a big thing that we need to focus on how do we do that what does that look like mm -hmm. how do we surrender so we can heal and I just mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing your story sharing your life with us helping us to understand more about what you do and why you do it can you tell people how they can connect with you to, to get to your music and maybe even work with you on some type of level and collaboration or whatever it might be? Yes, for sure. So I do have a website. It's goddessdorothea.com. Um, my music is goddessdorothea.bandcamp.com. I also have a SoundCloud where people can listen to the music for free. So it's soundcloud.com slash music. I'm available on all social media platforms. Um, so I do spiritual counseling and holistic therapy. Um, and I run my ministry in fourfold. So I have the Modern Soulful Living New Age Academy. So it teaches um, K through 12 education. It's a private school under the California Board of Education, but it has it's founded from new age spiritual principles from an interfaith perspective. So um, instead of just learning about math, we also learn about what it means to be in divine alignment. And how everything works according to the greater good. So there's a there's a biblical, there's a the the theological perspective, and there's a spiritual perspective um, behind every class. Not only is it K through 12 education, but we have an all age conscious education school. So um, we have over a thousand conscious education books that range from life coaching to holistic healing, to um, uh, math and science subjects and different things of that nature where you can purchase. Um, there's also live online courses. Not only that, we have Modern Soulful Music, which is a music journal, and it's an awards recognition program um, for independent artists who focus on creating positive, conscious, and uplifting music. 
So if you're a musician who want to shift, you know, your narrative of your music or you want to learn how to do sound healing principles or you already created, um, we do awards um, quarterly. So we have song of the season and then we also have best soul healing artists. So these are like the awards that we award to who are using their music as a gift um, and, and spreading the message of God and healing. And then last but not least, we also have Modern Soulful Literature, which is um, a bookstore where you can purchase my books, but also other conscious education books that focus in, that focuses on healing, empowerment, and restoration of the spirit. Um, and that's how you can reach me. You can Google those things or you can go to the websites, modernsoulfulmusic.com, modernsoulfulliterature.com. Or modernsoulfulliving.uteach.com, which is our, our school where you can learn about these different spiritual topics like understanding energy and frequency and vibrations and just the science and nature of who you are and your energetic being as a human being on this planet. So, um, yeah, I think that's all my information. And if you go to goddessdirthea.com, you can go on my Facebook, Twitter. Um, and Instagram, and it's all Goddess Dorothea music on each platform. All right. Beautiful, talented, gifted, educated, God-fearing mother and wife. It's possible that you can have it all in this life and Mm -hmm. be happy enjoying it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to struggle You don't have to worry. You don't have to fear. You don't have to be troubled because he told us there's going to be trouble in this world. But take heart. He's overcome it. And us knowing that if we are in the midst of God and we are speaking his language and we are connected to him in truth and spirit, then he will lead us and guide us and make our path straight. Today, I hope that anyone that is able to listen to this was able to feel some type of connection and understand what it is to surrender. Because I know that when a a man marries a woman and it says the woman should surrender to the man, it's always this big, I'm not bowing down to anyone. But well, God is the groom and the church is the bride and he wants us to surrender to him. Because he said at the end, Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is the Lord. And so why wait until we meet our maker face to face on that judgment day so that we have to be questioned of what it is that we've done in our life? Let us be good and faithful servants. Let us be good stewards of what it is that God has bestowed upon our lives. And as a wife to her groom, Yes. Let us be patient and kind, mm. loving and gentle, mm. meekness yes. with long suffering, because it's going to be a while. We've got to be patient. Right. Gotta be and patient. in doing that, Part of the when process. we come together as one and we're on one accord, all things will come together more freely. All things will flow more freely. All things will be more encouraging to us because we're doing it together on one accord. And if we do it all in the name of God, we're doing it in the name of love. So let us remember that we were put here for a purpose with a plan 
to prosper and not to be harmed. And so take heart in everything that you have heard today and, and this goddess that understands her assignment. Mm. We are all a work in progress, but yeah. we are all God's people. He loves us all and he wants us to do well. So yeah. remember that, believe in yourself, but most of all, believe in God and through him, all things are possible. So yes. remember people, Mm, thank mm, you for watching but you were created with a purpose now it's time go be great god bless you and god we will see you, you. you. may god keep you i love you all peace god bless love you thanks okay hang on <laughs>